And we're live. Painkiller nearly episode 150. Because this episode's divisible by 50, we're going to do everything like we normally do. Yep. Just, that's what we're gonna do. <laughs> All right. That is, that's a fuck ton of episodes for a secondary podcast. It, it, it's longer than most primary podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. Most podcasts or like there are so many out there that are like, oh, welcome to Joe's Funny Street, episode 60. And it's like, oh, you're, you're uploading these every 40 minutes, are you? <laughs> <laughs> How are you cranking out this kind of content? You all do all day. <laughs> yeah. And then they do that thing where they post all of it on iTunes at the same time. And then iTunes algorithm goes like, oh, we want to promote new shit, too. And then they go, hey, look at my fucking podcast. Number one on iTunes. Six listeners over 60 episodes in the last 50 minutes. huh? And it's like, oh, wow. I did Good not even you. know how to game the system like that. I just yeah. make a video every week. That's, that's all we do. Uh, uh, anyway, we were talking right before about traveling. And I, like, the way, I know you guys obviously hate the TSA as well, because everyone does. But it's like if I go more than three months or so without flying, I start, and somebody complains about the TSA to me, I'll like, with some sort of amnesia, be like, oh, it's not that bad. Like, what are you talking about? Like, you just go through, yeah, you get, like, fondled and stuff a little bit, but you just get through and that's it. No, and every time I go back through, I'm like, oh, oh yeah, yep, <laughs> this is the caliber, the caliber of employee I've come to expect. I was in the line at O'Hare, a notoriously rude airport in Chicago this morning, and you know how you're supposed to wait when they scan your phone or your ticket or whatever, your boarding passes you're about to go through? All I did was walk, there was no line. By the way, you know how there's a floor line where they say, don't cross the floor line till I ask you, hun. Like, there wasn't one of those. And so I just walked over and got behind a guy. And she, as he was scanning it, goes, don't walk forward until I tell you to walk forward, hun. And I was like, I just want to be like, well, I'm here now and there's someone behind me. And if you had not said that sentence, you could have finished the task of giving him that ticket back. He could have taken one step. And then you could have had my ticket there. Actually, you lazy bitch, you don't even have to hold it. I have it on my phone. I'll do it for you. You can grimace at my license and pretend like I'm a terrorist and act <laughs> like you're saving the world. Like, holy shit. Like, you, I just look around at the TSA employees with so much resentment as I look and I'm like, I, I do this now every time. Count. I'll be like, all right, there's, there's 13 here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven are standing around picking their ass and smelling it. <laughs> like, that's the caliber of person. And then there's two people standing there by the regular metal detector because, God forbid, I, I tried to walk through that one on accident instead of the cancer machine adjacent. And so I was about to walk through that one, and this lady, like, through the other end, like, she's coming through the wardrobe of Narnia. I was like, uh-uh, you're not coming through this one. And then just, I had to walk back around and get in line for the fucking micrometer wave machine. Oh, it was just a bad experience. I don't think you're. I just don't think you're in tune enough with the process. I think you need to fly I'm a little quick. bit more. At this point, it's just like you I'm just fucking head down. Fucking, I got my tray full of my my shit, all my belongings. Like everything's taken out of my pockets. Like they're like you. You got your belt off, and I'm like, oh yeah, I didn't bring one today. I, I knew this was coming, sir. Please, please, just let me through. Like, like I I know the I know the bit. Dude, it's a what simple process, is... but it's so simple that they feel the need to be shitty to feel like they're getting something done, is what I'm saying. If they said nothing the entire time, the process would go just as smooth. It'd go smoother if they don't shut the fuck up and stop talking. I have this theory that like when something happens, you know, like, oh yeah, some guy brought a gun into LA, every TSA agent around the nation goes, oh, for the next two weeks I'm working at half speed because fuck them, I can get away with it. And every line just starts 
going back and forth, zigzagging out the door around the hallways where the line doesn't even normally get to. I don't feel like I'm getting a higher level of security. They're not taking longer. It's just fucking slow now. I don't know what the problem is, but heaven you, well, that thing you're talking about was a strike, right? Like they that they did that they did that on purpose. That I remember, like that was uh, I like was maybe three or four. About, it was almost exactly that. Some guy in L.A. like had a gun and. Uh, Turns out, like, so I was flying home from Florida. I think it was from Minecon, actually. And uh, they went super slow. I know one thing, like, that'll change, like, is, like, their procedures. Like, they'll... I think they got some intelligence that uh, that that terrorists were going to put bombs in the care... And, like, the handle of your, your, your like, bag, Laptops? you know, the part you hold... No, the part the of your bag you hold... Yeah. yeah, the part that slides out and you hold in your hand when you're actually dragging your bag. And so, like, the, they were like, all right... Now we're going to check every single fucking handle. And they were like, extend your handles. And they're like swabbing each one. And then like every eighth one gets disassembled with a fucking screwdriver or some shit. And it was like, okay, we're not getting home till tonight. All right. They're going to look at everybody's fucking luggage handle. And it, it's not really on them. They're not prepared for that. That's, that's not their thing. But it really should be a private organization. And it should vary from state. Like Atlanta should have theirs. Fucking Baltimore should have it. Should its. definitely be private, and they should be scored on efficiency and and yeah. customer service. But, they should have like a quick little survey at the end where they're like, "How was your experience with, you know, McNally Security or whatever the fuck?" And you'd be like, "Slow as shit." And then whatever you know, who did you have, Stephen? And then Stephen will get will get reprimanded. Right. You might be right. I I I have in my head. Thirty seconds. I get this out. There, capitalism is great for most stuff. I, right, capitalism fits almost everything. Uh, it, it, it's the answer to most of our buying problems. But there are a few areas where it doesn't. People have heard me say this about medical stuff, right? If you've got syphilis, you'll go crazy, you go insane, you eventually die from it. It's a terminal disease, etc., etc. Curing it is super simple. It's 50 cents worth of penicillin and they can cure your syphilis, but you'll mortgage your house, you'll sell your whatever, you'll go $150,000 in debt. If that's what it takes to stay alive, price is no object because the other choice is death. So you can charge you know, outrageous amounts for 50 cents worth of penicillin. We've seen it with EpiPens and the other thing I can't name. They just jack up the prices because it's life or death and fuck you. Security. Is privatizing security good? You know, you might not get what you want. You might get speed, but what if it doesn't actually keep you secure? What if people become prone it to It doesn't keep you secure such? anyway. Like, have you ever looked up the stats of, like, how is... often they're actually stopping someone and how often people just sneak? You, you've talked about it before of accidentally yeah. realizing, like, oh, shit, I've we got a four-inch knife sure. in, my, in my bag and nobody said anything. Like, the fact that you can do, I like, I was so, like, a little, not so pissed. I was just aggravated by it. And I'm like, I'm going to start, I'm signing up for that TSA screening, whatever. Uh -huh. So when you can go through, you don't, yeah, the pre-check. You don't have to take your laptop out. You don't have to take your shoes off. Right. And it's like, wait, so I can just go to this St. Louis office, nowhere near the airport, and then do the same thing that happens that, like, when you buy a gun, basically, they run a quick little background check, and then... Then they just say, "All right, forever and ever, you're good to go." It's like, to go oh, okay, so to do that, how does that work? I think I you could do it online, online somewhere, form. but you yeah. there are places you have to. I didn't do a ton of research. I just saw there was a place that you could, like, an office that you could go and get it done. Okay, uh, but I'm sure there are online means as well. But it's like, isn't having that a tacit admission that they're not stopping people in the real one? Like, it, like, it means they pre-verified you, right? It, it does. Yeah, but, but I if you're crazy nefarious tomorrow. enough, you can get a fine background check. 
Like if you're someone, like if someone oh, really bad. wanted to bomb, they'd be like, Nadib, you have never had a speeding ticket. We need you over there immediately. <laughs> Sign up for the pre-check. And they're like, to save you time, uh, <laughs> save <them up. laughs> more time in the duty free shop. Save you time. <laughs> You'll be able to get to your terrorist bombings much more easily now. <laughs> I like that better. If he wasn't even planning to blow up a plane, he just he just needed to be on time to all these yes, cities. Just... <laughs> I do worry though, like as far as privatizing security, you might not get security. You know, you might get the the cheapest people they can hire. You know, those those uh, security places you yeah, hire not these to like monitor your dynamos. house. Yeah. The places. <laughs> oh, come on! They're like ex ice cream salesmen and stuff like that. But that's what you get. You know, they, you want you want like concert security. You want the guys who you want those big fat <laughs> guys who 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 like like when someone rushes the stage and beats up a rapper. Those guys come in the uh, swinging. You, the you, airport I, might those hire TSA lowest bidders. Well, I mean, of the, course those, they will. But but the lower speeder that bidder, bidder that can. Maybe there's some federal regulation, right? Like, like you know, you must be this tall to protect the airport or something like that along those lines. But once they meet those minimums, I mean, that's all we expect, right? Like, NASA isn't going out of their way to find more expensive O-rings. We, we, everybody goes to the lowest bidder. Doesn't always yeah, mean a bad a, thing. You just got to meet a spec. It did kill yeah, people. There's a couple the companies cases. that do it. <laughs> Like wow. if there's, if there's a couple companies that do the security thing, mm -hmm. then pretty quickly, if one of them, you know, and they're getting kickbacks from the airport or for whatever, whatever means they get paid, if one of them is going way, way faster, they're a lot more productive. They're a lot more useful for that airport. And that shitty company is going to get replaced by something better. Like if you replace, if you, if one of those, if you buy one security at O'Hare and the other security at O'Hare and you replace all the TSA with people who are marginal, like you were saying, ice cream men. I'd take I'd take half a dozen ice cream men and half a dozen weekend clowns over there, and then you'd be like, man, these weekend clowns. Well, you know, when you think about it, they have to work a lot. They are fucking clowns on the weekend. They got that they got that gumption. They got that discipline. They're going out late nights. They're hand eye coordination with the balloons. Yeah, the guys going. Get him in the game. Is this your ID? Can you run an X-ray machine? The reason the TSA became a government agency was because 9/11 happened. And your boarding pass is gone. And then 9-11 hasn't <laughs> happened since. Yeah. Where'd it go? <laughs> Have a nice time. I need my passport. I'm fucked. Yes. You are fucked. <laughs> it's Open gone. the passport. This isn't mine. Where's my picture? It's been removed. Uh, open your mouth. <laughs> yes, I'm never going to get to Egypt now. <laughs> that's, what they, that's what we need. I'm on the weekend clown and ice cream man thing. But yeah. I hate those fucking people so much. It's always the same kind of people. They're, 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 they seem very unprofessional. You always hear stories about them stealing. I have had things stolen that there's no excuse for. Like, like you know, like one or two things out of a, out of a zip suitcase just gone now. It's been belts uh, one time. Like, there were two belts in the bag. I left them in the bag because I didn't want them stripping me of my belt at the x-ray machine. I was like, ah, my belts will be in the bag when I get to Chicago. I'm sagging all week. Sagging all week. No, no, no belts. Don't have any. Took them, <laughs> bastards. They, they were stolen. They were stolen. Took my Calvin Klein belt and my whatever Walmart. Have you ever belt. had the the unfortunate uh, event, I guess, of when you're just walking through and they're like, "All right, you've been selected for additional screening," and then they take you to that like silver table and they take your bag and they open it, and then the guy who opens it just leaves. He goes, all right, and Tracy will be over here in a minute to get you finished up. And it's like, I have a niggling feeling that Tracy is in no hurry. Like, I, I, I have got a flight to catch. And so you just stand there for like six, seven minutes. This was at, I think, the Denver airport. And you just wait. Wait for someone who's doing nothing over in a different corner to come over and then, like, poke at your shorts and your laptop and then be like, oh, you're fine. You're fine. 
Like I've uh, I've never really had any major issues. I've been patted down a time or two. Um, they've you know they opened my bag up, and people I've been with like if uh, I had a girlfriend who had just a big fucking fistful of change in the bottom of her purse. Mm-hmm. Uh, that apparently shows up really funny on an X-ray, especially if it's like layered amongst like tissues and other junk. There's just this mesh of metal looking mm-hmm. stuff in there. So if you got anything like that going on for sure, um, I- I've had a lot of experiences where they were really cool with me though. Um, I had um, my expensive lighter going into maybe flying out of Philly, uh, going to uh, when we were catching that little flight up to Vermont. Yeah. Um, I had that lighter, and he was like, "Ah, oh, can't let you through with this, man." He's like, "It's pressurized, you know, flammable fuel or whatever." And I was like, "Ah." He's like, "I know how expensive these are." I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "Tell you what, I'll take you into the bathroom and use my ink pen to vent all the gas, and then I'll give it back to you." And I'm like. Fuck yeah! All right, yeah. I don't need the butane. Go for it, bro. Like, like yeah. I'll get some more butane. He, he was really cool about that. I still remember. Huh, well, cool. yeah. There's you know diamonds in the rough. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. There's been a couple times where they were cool with me, but then, like you said, like I'll, one thing that always bothers me is how discriminating they are when I hand them my ID. Like, because I feel like they should be like, "All right, have a nice trip, Mr. Myers." All right, Mr. Abdul. Okay, you you have a good trip too. But they're always just like. Mm, I don't know. You didn't have as much <laughs> hair here. Uh, your your facial hair is a little different there. Mm. <laughs> you you appear to be winking a bit in this photo. Are you trying to you trying to send me a signal here? Like 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 they're Jack Bauer all of a sudden. I, it's like you're the guy they stuck way out here on the front end of the perimeter. Clearly, you're not a valuable team member. Like you're the. I, I like want to ask them. I, I, I want to. I've been thinking of this. I before nine eleven, these guys were privatized, and it wasn't any better. It, they were the same. Ah, uh, the idiots. standards were lower, though. The spec was lower. We need yeah, higher have... standards, but privatization. It's so weird to watch movies like Vacation or something, and you, you see the security right at, or like uh, airplane it. or but any hey, of the airplane movies, and you see what security used to be like before they made a bunch of like you have to make sure they don't blow things up because I guess before nine eleven they were like nobody's gonna hijack planes and blow them up. Are you crazy? But like just seeing those movies and being like God. That must have been so nice to just, of course, Woody remembers that being like, oh, I'm at the airport 20 minutes before my flight. Let me just walk to my gate. I no, remember it being like about the alone. same. You could wear shoes, though. The shoe thing I don't like. That, yeah, that, that's, that's fairly recent. That was that shoe bomber. Like, like that's yeah. one guy's deal. And they're, oh, that dick. I'm waiting for that bra bomber. I'm going to get a show with my travel. <laughs> I, I, there's a comedian who said it. I've repeated him since. But he's like, I want the terrorist to do something that requires us all to fly first class to be safe. Right? Why is there, you know, why is there you no terrorist? You take your belt off. You take your shoes off. You do all this <laughs> shitty shit. Why is there no terrorist that's like, ah, we can only make people safe with more leg room. That would be great. <laughs> this, uh, you know, the the ejaculate bomber, you know, ingested <laughs> ingested nitroglycerin, preparing to ejaculate it onto a stewardess and cause her to explode midair. You know, from now on, all men will be taken into a side room and relieved <laughs> to ensure that nothing in the urethra is residue. You know, they'd be like, "All right, take your penis out, hun. I'm gonna tear you out." It's like I'm real quick at this. Or, <laughs> I hope so. I imagine they got one of those like vacuum suckers, like yeah. in a dairy farm, but. There's 18 of us in a row. All getting getting milk like like dairy cows. Close to one another now, shoulder to shoulder. Uh, Meanwhile, (laughs) auto blow stock goes through the roof. (laughs) 
Getting us all off at once. Yeah, airport security is a fucking joke. I, I, I wish that there were a different mode of travel. I wish that like high speed rail was like. I wish that fucking trains would. W- there was a train that went from like Atlanta to like LA and did it at like 600 fucking miles an hour or something outrageous like that. And the tickets were $300 or $200 or, you know, like 20, 30% less than the airport plus like lax security, right? Because who needs security when you're traveling 600 miles an hour in a tube? Nobody. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not like with the air or something. Like it's the, not like you could sabotage will be right it with a like, big wheel. <laughs> you know? Like, I don't know what... I, 600 miles an hour on a track, it seems easy but to But, like, the out. way Chiz does it is, like, I feel like even if... They were going, like, 45 miles an hour or something, right? Yeah. Like, it seems like they're always just putting around through the mountains. Like, I'll get home, and it's, like, another day and a half before he makes it. And the I don't stops want... take a while, too. They're That's building the, that... a hyper train to Chicago from here. That I think is going to cut it down, like to be half as much. I hope you're right, but thus far all those trains are imaginary. Like yeah. I, I always Unless hear about the hyper, yeah, outside been... the U.S. But I always hear about the the hyper train from like Vegas to L.A. From sometimes I maybe is it Texas to Vegas? And now New you York. mentioned I guess St. Louis ish to Chicago, uh, Philly to New York is one. Sometimes people talk about they never happen. They will eventually, someday. I hope so. That'd be cool. I, I, I'm, I'm down for that. Because I'm not and, getting and, on an old-fashioned chiz train. Like that's, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going back in time. You could save money yeah. if you're willing to, to shovel coal. Yeah, <laughs> if you're willing to shovel coal. You know, hey, uh, for our next trip, how about you know, Kyle or Woody, one of you hop on the other side, and we just do that up and down <laughs> thing all the way. You know. I would that love would to try one of those routine. things. Yeah. I, I bet you would try that, or any of us would try that in real life, and we'd get like three pumps in and be like, oh my god! Oh, this is a heavy cart! Oh, I thought that the rails would be slick! They've been baking in the sun! They're sticky almost! Oh! Can you push harder? Are you putting... You're faking, aren't you? You're fucking faking! <laughs> <laughs> somebody's like, you know, Chiz would do that, I bet. He'd just be over there like with his hover hands you know, uh, as you're sweating my, bullets. <laughs> my mom is always pitching the idea of like a two-person kayak. Like, I think you and your family would have a great time if like you and Colin went kayaking on that river. It was a river near me. And I'm like, oh my God, like I need to the haul some... I'd be willing to get two kayaks. Two kayaks I can do. One kayak where I haul someone else's ass around is not my idea of a hobby. Fuck it. Yeah, it's not fun at all. It's like when you go canoeing with a girl or a girlfriend or something, and you're both in the canoe or kayak or whatever. And, of course, you know, every once in a while they want to try being in the back because (laughs) I'm I'm tired of, like, hitting branches up here let me sit in the back and it's like oh yeah i'll just i'll happily sit in the front where i have to exert every ounce of my strength to try and keep us on course as you browse instagram and i get <laughs> driven right into like spider webs and shit which is <laughs> which is the did worst. you see that that that, that uh, gif on reddit of those two girls like uh two could you didn't know how to row a boat oh they, was it a whole like, family boat- in it i haven't seen that there's two girls in a boat and then there's some oh. other boaters over there who actually know how to row and, and, you know, the guy's just like, he's rowing. He's looking over at these girls. Each of them have a uh, an oar, and they're just, like, going different directions. So the boat <laughs> the boat will spin a little, and then, they'll be, and then they'll both switch. Like, that's the answer. So it'll just spin the other way, and then, like, the boat will just shift. The, they don't know what the fuck they're doing. You can't figure I, I out rowing. Full-on misogynist. But isn't it a girl thing to be that worthless at something like rowing? Yeah, I, I, I think it's, uh, I, it's just... Yeah. 
just today, <laughs> my wife was starting a lawnmower, right? She turns the key, and this particular key stuck in the start position. So instead yeah. of it going bum, 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 and sounding like a motor does when it runs, you hear the starter like grinding at <laughs> idle speed. Ah! And I'm like, turn the key back, turn the key back. It's... And she's like, oh, well, not my fault, really. Like, normally keys turn back on their own, which is true. But it's not like I had any special key training turning. I could just yeah. hear it was obviously something. You're right, could... honey. Thank God I went to that special key turning seminar last <laughs> fall where they told us all about this. Right? Like, like. The one-two system. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Patented, proven. You know, that, uh, I just <laughs> like, I don't know. You know why it doesn't happen? In, like, you're right, Woody. Like, there's stuff that men suck at that women are way better at. But For something sure. like rowing, like, like, you know what happened to those two guys, like, near the fucking Euphrates or whatever, 3,000 years ago, who were sitting in their canoe, not able to figure out what direction? Is they, is, they didn't die. Is all the women in their village found out. And they're like, oh, and they all took a fucking pharaoh barge up to watch as, you know, Medik <laughs> and Ahmed desperately tried. What is with this confounded machine? I cannot figure out how to get it deeper. You switch to the other side. No, my other side. Yes. And it's like, <laughs> like, oh, no. Like, no, of course, nobody fucked those guys because they couldn't row. And so only row babies were born. This mm -hmm. is science. It's proven. <laughs> so, so rowing, much like key turning, is on the Y chromosome, I guess. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I think there's a lot of physical activities that are on that chromosome. I, I think that, that, that a lot of like physically coordinated activities, you know, like, like it's one thing to like, oh, I grab my phone. But it's another thing to like, I don't know, turn a thing all day or paddle a thing. And, and like paddling a boat is just, I don't have any boat paddling skills, right? I don't have any experience at it. I, I'm trying to remember if I've ever been in an actual boat that was meant to be paddled. I don't think I have, but I've been on like rafts and shit that we made as a kid and like barges and like we had a dock on our on our pond. I've been that whitewater was... rafting with Kyle. Ah, there you go. Yeah, that time. Yeah, you work it out like instant yeah. fuckingly. I will it, say yeah. he was a little lazy on the paddling. He he often argued that why. we're gonna go down river anyway. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna end up where we're gonna end up. But everyone else, it's like make sure no the boat's pointed in the right way, and and it, like we no. need to orient ourselves on this side, that side, or in the middle of a rat. And Kyle is like, you know, this all seems to happen fine without me. It absolutely did. Let me tell you what paddling. <laughs> it, let me let me tell you what that paddling was about. It was about everyone get feeling like they were part of the adventure and like having more fun. It was like when you hand a kid a fishing rod and like, here, hang on to it, when really you've already like caught the fish. Like, if, if everyone just put their, their oars in their laps and crossed their hands, that guy steering this thing was still going to steer it right where it needed to go. The only thing that might have happened is we'd have hit a little harder and it would have been fun. I was thinking, like, like let's, let's fucking, instead of guiding this thing perfectly through this mm -hmm. maze, because this guy's done it 30 times, let's go fucking sideways or backwards. Let's uh -huh. hit this thing and capsize this boat and roll it. Like, yeah, it doesn't I, sound I, fun. Capsizing doesn't. No, I it like in, I'm in telling you, we, it when... was a, I wanted violence. I wanted like when Chiz flew out like right that away. Was I was rapid. like, I was like, oh shit, we're gonna have a good day. Chiz fucking got ejected like 15 minutes in this thing. Like like literally, <laughs> we get in the water, and I was like, oh, this is going well. Didn't get too wet. Just like my ankles and a little above got wet. My pants are fine. Like the spray is like welcomed because it's hot. Lazy paddle down. This chick and is things, amazing. Naval hair and all. Hair everywhere. <laughs> tufts of it. Big hairy tufts of it. And and then all of a sudden, fucking 
Chiz gets boom, like bounced out, and he's like, like in the water, like reaching up to us, and we're like, ah, dragging him yeah, back in. I'm like, I'm by like the yeah, vest and... now we're gonna have some fun. That was the highlight of the day. That was the highlight. <laughs> of the day. On. Later on, yeah. we walked under a very cold waterfall, or some people did, and then there was some sandwiches to be eaten, and then there was a tiny little hole that everybody swam into, and they came right out the other side, and that was the day. Have you ever, when you were rowing? What do you said you hated those two person rowers like on you're floating a river like not a rapid but not like a lazy river like a reasonably sped speeded whatever you'd say river sure like when you're with I I hate a swift river I hate that when you have a chick on the front and you're in the back obviously rowing and you don't want their help because they're not helpful and so <laughs> you like they just will lean back and you'll be, you know, rowing hard or whatever, trying to make it around a turn. And they'll be like, just relax. You're, you're stressing me out. And it's like, I can't <laughs> relax. The only reason you are able to relax and we're not in those spider webs and cotton mouth uh, <laughs> branches with snakes is because I'm doing this. You want us both to do it? You want to? Because right experience. now I'm the guy paying all the taxes. Like, and you're, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm paying the piper over here and you're going why don't you just relax man you know it's gonna be fine i've never picked up the oar and i've never had anything wrong and it's like no shit look behind you like, like so, oh anyway i don't know why i thought of that I've no i i enjoyed i enjoyed that i would like to go when it's really scary i like like i honest i, I want to do things where there's some small risk of death frankly like, like i want there to be a little risk of death like 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 not like oh yeah this is the third trip out today. We lost someone this morning. Like I don't, I don't want to go to like war in Nicaragua or anything. Like we don't need that. But like I want rapids where people drowned last year. I want Have rapids you, where uh, like on skydiving. I, that seems up your alley, kinda. I, I, the thing about skydiving is I think it would be there would be a lot of buildup of fear, and then there would be a big adrenaline dump, and then I think that would be it. And I think it's a lot of work to get to that. And 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 but I don't think there's a lot of fun to be had between the initial adrenaline dump and the ground like i remember that power rangers movie like when i was a kid and like all of them jump out and had a different x game style thing on them like one guy snowboarding to the ground um you know they're all like doing crazy shit in the air and and, and it's just like yeah i guess if like every weekend you went out with your power rangers buddies and you all like all right man let me put on my skyboard and like you all did a cool thing and videoed it that'd be neat but like how often am I, after I go through the rigorous process of getting certified so that I'm not attached to some other guy faggot style, quite frankly, <laughs> do I, do, am I even going to enjoy this? Like, am I really going to be like, all right, let's get the gear on, time to go out again and like drive off to an airfield and jump two or three times a day? I need jump buddies now. Like, nah, I, I think I, I, the fun to weight ratio, weight isn't W-A-I-T, is, uh, is not very good in skydiving. Like they enjoy themselves for... 180 seconds and that takes like two three hours to make happen you know if I you think drive to the airport you wait they need a big enough group so they're not going to take the airplane up for one guy and you, you talk about doing something near death I, I showed it to taylor already can i show you my paramotor acrobatics video from like two days ago it's yeah. the top link in the group call it says new video by woody's gamer tag yeah i'm watching it now uh i i I thought I did some pretty cool shit in it. Yeah, it's really cool. That's the most intense, or of what I've seen you do, that's the most intense thing. Uh, yeah, I, I just kind of got better at it. It's windy up there. <laughs> it, it was pretty smooth, but I'm up there, like, flipping around. About two-thirds through it, I get really upside down. I think I'm about to. <laughs> oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 I see that. 
I had to ask Woody while I was watching it, like, uh, is this like a blind panic, or are you trying to (laughs) do this? Yeah, because if you you don't know how to do this, you don't know. Honestly, like, if it zoomed out and there was a big funnel cloud near you, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, it's about to suck him up any second now. (laughs) Because it looks like you're being whipped around, like, out of control, and, like, you're just trying to, like, not die. Yeah, it's hard to know what you're looking at if you're not doing it. And I know it looks cool, though. But yeah, it's they're called wingovers, and basically it's me like turning, getting upside down, and then swinging back through like on a swing. It's uh, I don't know. I I I did it. I've been doing it for a while, but the without getting too deep into paramotor talk, I was having this issue where I build up too much energy and I have to spiral out, you know, just to get back under control. And this is the first time where I was able to get into like decreasingly smaller wingovers and have control the whole way through. And it was a it was a big breakthrough for me. So yeah, I'm that's excited. That, 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 that's pretty impressive there. I like yeah, that. I'm, but yeah, like, like with the white water rafting thing, like I, I what I don't want is what is my like adventure activity, whatever it is, or whatever I'm gonna do for fun. Mm-hmm. I don't want this to be something that a 13 year old could even fucking do. Right. I, I, I like 18 and older activities. Like when uh-huh. we did those go karts, like I didn't want go karts that children could even use. If you don't need a driver's license to get on this go kart, then it's I don't want any right part one. of it. It's not worth it. It's really not. I, like, I don't want any part of that. Um, I want some adult activities where it's as, as as unadulterated and hardcore as they'll allow the general public to do. And if there's some way I can be like, hey, man, uh, it's me. <laughs> don't, don't, just turn it up a little, right? Because yeah. like, like, there's been so many situations where I, I like, like when, when I was with Billy Baldwin, he was like, well, normally we don't do this with people in the car, but this is going to be fun. Just, just hang on. <laughs> you know, like, 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 I like that if somebody's like, well, yeah, we'll press the envelope for you. Yeah, let's give him more power. He wants it. And I'm like, well, well, I, I, I want it, but I don't know what it means. Like, you're the expert. <laughs> you, just, you just seem to be doling out the power knob now when, when, like, 30 minutes ago there was a whole spiel about why we couldn't go above 7, and now you're cranking it to 11. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I, I like anything like that. Like, I would like to get in one of those uh, G-Force fucking centrifuges that fucking zoo, 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 until you go unconscious. Like, I'd love that. I'd like to find out. Like, can I sustain three and a half Gs for five minutes? Can I? Can I take four? I'm too tall. But That's I would do right. my breathing exercises like I practice every night. <laughs> I'm told the women do well at it because they're short. I read that what? women are... I read that girls are curiously good at it because they're shorter. Uh, yeah. That makes yeah. sense. Because, yeah. like, you're, if you're a pilot, it helps to be... Like, ast- even astronauts are pretty short, right? Like yeah, it helps I, to be shorter. I, it's I the uh, I, I'm sure it does, but I think the, the astronauts often come from uh, fighter pilots. It seems right, like like a lot of those guys are pilots before, and it's not like they're choosing from the airlines. Makes um, sense. So it's That's a like ga- the, it's distributing your heart and your brain. Like this distance apparently is critical. Yeah, I would imagine, though I don't know. Like like it seems like if you've got this long leg where like there's blood down here rather than uh, like up here that like it would be hard it, you'd have a lot of blood pooling down in your feet and stuff in your extremities from the g-forces and your 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 heart can't siphon it back up to the brain so i see them talk about you know exerting all of your muscles like like i think i think i think richard described you know starting with like your toe muscles and like slowly like compressing it back so you're uh-huh. you're squeezing that blood back up into your heart brain area and that's what compression suits do those uh uh, as, as those guys pull more and more G-forces in their fighter jets, they're wearing a suit that, especially on their legs, I know, is crushing their legs. Like, you know that, that uh, yeah. blood pressure machine at, the, at, at Rite Aid? It does that, but their whole lower body, I know for sure, I don't, maybe their upper body, I don't know. 
but uh, it's, it's squeezing that blood up in there and letting them maintain consciousness and uh, getting and, a uh, random erection could be a life or death scenario. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you don't want to get like, too excited. I need that blood. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you see guys in pornos where you're like, that's got to be like half a pint, right? Like, like <laughs> he's got to be running low at this point. Like, like if if he had to if he had to like stand up too quickly, he'd just fall over dead. Yeah, I have I have no idea how much blood is actually in a in dick. A yeah. Like I would imagine that it's not like as much as you would think. Oh, it is. Think it absolutely the, is. It's a balloon. The spongy tissue Look, of it would start, be like super good at absorbing. Start know. with your bare no minimum. Your George Costanza just stepped out of the pool, and then and then take your your maximum, and then calculate that volume, right? Because it, it it's, no, but it's not just blood. it's not a balloon full of. There's like blood. this much blood there. It's like it's, or wait, no, you just. Wouldn't you it just compare? Would you just like dip your flaccid dick in some water and then dip your erect dick in some yes. water? And would that tell you how much blood is in there? Yes, I it would absolutely think, would. Yeah. Oh, oh, Copernicus over here. Figuring <laughs> <laughs> shit out. Well, if you if, if one simply places your penis in the water, you will measure the amount. That's what like they were doing in Fargo. Yeah, like, I don't know how you guys were able to pick up that he was peeing in it. I thought he was measuring dick volume. <laughs> yes. <he was> <laughs> He had a very small dick. That's why no water came out of his yeah. <laughs> Finding the volume of my penis, yeah. uh, of course. That's why he was able to do it in a coffee cup. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, did you guys watch the finale of that show? Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah, I didn't like it. I, I didn't like... Um, so, so, so here's one thing I need to know, though, before I can really fully judge it, is, you know, they, they always have that thing where, like, this is a true story. And then they fade out the part where, so it says, this is a story. And I, I realize that this is loosely based on some true events, especially there at the end. You know, they're like, ah, oh, Mr. Stussy was blah, 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 $200 billion allegedly, et cetera, et cetera. I need to know how true this is, and then I can know, like, how bad of a job they may or may not have done with the writing. Because I didn't like the direction this show took at the end. But if they're just sticking to the script, as in if they're just depicting the actual real-world events and they, as they more or less took, pay, took place, although it's clearly very fluffed up you know there, there's crazy shit in, in in fargo then i then i could get on board more i'm just wondering i'm trying to think what it was about the ending that i didn't like i liked obviously it's a bit of a spoiler i think you didn't like the shooting thing i thought like, that the, so, so i did i didn't like how the shooting played out i thought it was I, I thought this was your climax or at least to me it felt like this is oh this is the big moment the big shootout and i felt like it was almost like no country for old men how it takes place off screen almost like, you didn't see the gunfight. It took place off screen. You saw the lead up to it and the aftermath, but you didn't see it go down. And then, um, what's his name? Farga? Vargas? With a v, uh, what, what's it? V-A-R-G-A. Yeah. Uh, that guy, I, I didn't like how his story played out at the end. Like, like you, you should have just had him die or something. Like, 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 I didn't like the open-endedness of that scene at the very end, although we all know I felt that, yeah, there's a man coming to, like, bail this fucker out. Of course there is. Yeah. It, I think that's what you were supposed to think. Is when he's yeah. like, what's going to happen is five minutes from now, someone's going to come through that door and I'm going to pick my teeth with a metal toothpick and you're <laughs> going to watch and go, how the fuck is, are his teeth there? And he has $300 million and he hasn't, see that? That's something I didn't fully realize until later in the show, embarrassingly enough, is like his whole teeth thing, obviously being a, a side effect of the bulimia, like at the end, when I heard how much money they'd made, it was like $300 million or something ridiculous. Yeah. I was like, oh, so this guy, it's honestly just an intimidation tactic and a what the fuck can this guy, does he, what is this guy capable of tactic keeping his teeth like I that? It and, and, and also, I think, it's about I him think, being the wolf. 
I think it's him, it's part of his disguise, right? So much of what he does is not being spotted, not being picked out, etc. Those teeth, to me, maybe the wolf or the, uh, the other thing, I, to me, it was just part of his disguise. It was part of him not being I think that makes him stand out. More than no, I, the oh, way well, I saw it, yeah, this was no. the only thing about him that was real. It was the only it was the only authentic thing about him. He was a he was kind of a ghost. He always he always lying about who he was or what he was. His name didn't really mean anything. We never found out what his initials even meant, right? Like like he he's a real ghost of a character. The teeth were the only thing that that was real real about him. That that was uh, that was something he couldn't control clearly with the bulimia, or at least that his that was his way of controlling it. And you could say he clearly played it up. Like when he was in those like close conversations with other characters, yeah, like you could tell, you could tell that he was like, you know, clicking his teeth fucking and shit, and just you know, you know how, you know how bad of an infection you get if I would have bought you right now. <laughs> <laughs> you lose your fucking hand, mate. I go onto the Komodo Island and all the dragons run away. I'm, I'm Australian now, because <laughs> 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 his spit's so toxic. But yeah, yeah, that's what I thought is like. Like towards the end, I noticed more in his interactions. Like, oh, he's like doing his best, to, like bro, blow hot, nasty breath, and like show his teeth, and like show like if I don't give a fuck about this, why do you think I would give a fuck about ruining your teeth, ruining your <laughs> face, ru- breaking your legs? Like all really these guys with that. guns, they're horrified of me, the guy with the fucked up teeth. That means that I got a lot of power in other areas because I don't even go to orthodontists. Or whatever. <laughs> like. Uh, but but it, it it made sense, you know, that he'd have rotten teeth and being a British yeah. man as he was, because we see plenty of rich British guys who have fucked up teeth. That Nigel Farage guy's got a shit mouth, just like this guy. Like so many rich British guys, just have big mouths full of shit, all a lot rotten, black, broken off. No, well, it's just bad 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 dental care over there, um, or or at least like I, I think it's more that they just don't think it. I think to us it's a big deal. Like you like white teeth are kind of part of a, a an ideal package like nice teeth are as important as like pretty eyes or nice breasts or like an athletic body or whatever you're into um and and for them i don't I've think that that's a yeah, teeth are easy important. doesn't aren't all eyes interesting looking? No. E- e- really no, to me, even though like i i think one of the least good looking eyes maybe what is what i have it's like a little brown a little green a little something else and they're just all little, yeah and it, it's Hazel, like a solid awesome brown eye can be captivating an ice blue eye can be captivating the hazel one which is just a little bit of everything fucked together um still neat all eyes are neat if you bother to look at them some eyes are better than others eyes are a convenient thing to compliment because if you care about the person you're talking to you're gonna think that their eyes are pretty whereas if you like love someone who has just like horrible horrible teeth or something you can't be like oh Oh, your smile. It's like a, <laughs> uh, a Caribbean sunset. It's, oh, because it's, it's also orange. <laughs> but, like, yeah. that, no, like, no, you can't I do have that. a preference eyes, for snaggle like, teeth. And impoverished. Oh, your, your, your doe brown eyes or your beautiful green eyes. or Oh, your oh, gorgeous blue eyes. Because any eye color, you can wear something that makes it pop, you know? Oh, I, all right. So. I'm sorry to interrupt, but we, we did our, our, our PK hangout earlier, and, and someone was describing the situation where a YouTuber um, like shot her boyfriend, and, and he described it as like the boyfriend was holding a book out to the side, and she shot the book to see if she could shoot through it. But um, from that link, it appears to me that like maybe she was using it as like makeshift. That he was holding the book to like his chest or something. Like 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 maybe she couldn't shoot through it. 
That's what that's what Chiz is insinuating there, and and then she shot through the book and and you got the boyfriend. Wait, what? What? Yeah, see there in the PK recording chat. No, I can't switch chats. I'll be link. Oh, I can, I can switch chats. YouTube gun stunt gone wrong. Charges filed after boyfriend killed. So that oh. he was using the book as body armor, and that didn't That's work. what Chiz is suggesting here. Ah, and what well, family members describe as a YouTube trick. stunt gone wrong, a 22-year-old man, that's what he's throwing out there, that Minnesota's dead, and his pregnant girlfriend is in jail. Around 6.30 p.m. Monday night, Norman County Sheriff's deputies responded to the 500 block of U.S. Highway 75 on a report of a shooting. Um, let's see, life, life made, but the 22-year-old was pronounced dead at the time. His 19-year-old girlfriend was booked into jail, reckless discharge of a firearm charges. Um, their pranks had been escalating on YouTube. He had told me about an idea. I said, don't do it, don't do it. <laughs> Why are you going to use a gun? Why? Pedro apparently gave Perez a 50 caliber Desert Eagle handgun and instructed her to shoot around into the book he was holding, thinking it would stop the bullet. The couple um, had apparently tested the stunt before yeah. attempting on video. It's <laughs> funny. This is a stunt that Kyle was going to, like, back on PKA early, PKA 7 or something, Kyle thought a Cosmo would stop a gun, maybe a pistol See, or well, something like that. I thought and, that I could create a composite of many well, Cosmos, when I told glue, him, and when I told him it wouldn't popsicle work, sticks. That's when he added wood glue. <laughs> he was going to put wood glue between the pages and turn the Cosmo into something much stronger than a traditional Cosmo. The and wood glue and popsicle. That's I, why they use that in the military. I begged with yes. him <laughs> that you must test this before uh, shooting yourself with it. And, and he agreed to my terms. And I don't know that he ever tested it. He just sort of... Yeah, we were, on the, we were all on a Skype call. And I went... I, I like opened my bedroom window huh. and took a pistol. And I went, bang! And you were all on the call, or a bunch of people were, and I went, nah, it didn't fucking work. <laughs> like, like not even close. As a matter of fact, I, hang on, let me fold it in half. <laughs> Bang! Nope, nope, not even half good enough to stop one. <laughs> this is like, I, I, I don't closed. understand how they tested this beforehand. They, shot, they put the book on the ground and shot it, I'm sure. So they just put the book on the ground and shot it, and then they thought, mm. oh, that, that's the same thing as holding the book still. It's like more or less the in same. your chest, and then like, how close was she standing for this pregnant point bitch blank. to to like get there? Point blank, point really? Blank. Yeah, it must have been point blank because, man, th and she's pregnant too. So it's like, could you at least time this stunt like maybe eight months from now? <laughs> like, oh, man, let me tell you what I saw today. Oh, let me find the video of this Russian guy jumping out of a deaf baby and parachute. It's unfortunate. Yeah, it's very unfortunate. That's Nobody stupid. needed to die, and now that pregnant girl's life is ruined. Yeah, here it is. Man, I love the internet. You don't even have to, like, a little Googling and, and everything's just right there. Check this video. I think we should watch the whole thing. This is some shit, so we don't need audio necessarily. Although, it's, fair, it, it's, it's interesting. It's like frying her ass off in fear. I'm at zero. Uh, I'm at zero, too. I'm, I'm all squared away. Ready, set, play. Oh, I've seen this one. This is promising. Yeah, this guy's on the wrong side of the railing, way up on a balcony. He's got two or three buddies, his, his girl and a baby, like, watching. They're panning down for, like, eight, nine, ten stories up. He's got drunk eyes. He he's, bought he's a got parachute a off the internet, and he's getting ready to jump off the balcony. 
Like who? And he's wearing flip flops. This man is wearing flip flops, shorts, a t-shirt with a very large protruding what can only be beer belly. Is that and a beer he's... belly or is it another piece of equipment under there? See, like a no, that's a beer belly. Yeah, that's a piece of equipment. It's, it's his belly. <laughs> no, the guy didn't go, all right, give me my give me my tactical flip-flops and my belly cover. You know? <laughs> no, he went, give me seven right, beers. I'm going to guzzle those go. down, and I'm going to do this. To jump. It opened. Shockingly, it goes really well. He's turning to the left, and he's landing in a soft green field. Yeah, what a badass. Now, the Wait, so it, 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 just, it panned out? He has, <laughs> look at how scared his wife and kid are. The internet thinks he has more experience than it lets on. They say that uh, the fact that he had someone else hold the pilot shoot for like I knew immediate that. expanding. Okay. Uh, yeah, I guess I, I guess I would have known that too. And the, and they liked the way he made his left turn. They thought that that technique was pretty good. You know, it, the altitude that he chose to make it and, and he hit his spot, it seems. Yeah, it they, looked good to me too. They think that, that he was, that wasn't his first time jumping. I would hope not, but, yeah, but I like to believe that, that he just bought that. Yeah. To look at him, he doesn't look like the kind of guy who has been doing enough jumps to like, yeah, that's true. like, like get that yeah. belly off. Like, like it, of course, he looks. I don't recognize language as well, but but the parachute looked like the German flag to me. Like 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 for one thing, although it's an internet parachute, um, it sounded like they were speaking Russian maybe or some shit like that. But I don't know. They, they, uh, the comments will probably say they're in Venezuela or something. But that was pretty fucking cool, and that guy is badass. That is on the same level of like balls. As those guys who jump off like an eight-story balcony into a swimming pool or something down there below, like like that kind of like confidence in what you're about to do is is pretty impressive to me. I know it's it seems reckless and crazy, but I don't ne put it nearly in the same regard as those those assholes who like drive their cars 180 miles per hour through traffic, weaving around. Because this guy dies, he just dies. I mean, I guess the parachute could have completely failed and he smushes someone, but. I mean, if I'm getting, if I'm smushing someone, if my yeah. parachute fails, quite frankly, I hope I land on someone to break the fall, right? That's very selfish of you. You'll just both die. It, it depends on what the per, if you land on Wings of Redemption. I knew we were going to go there. I knew we were headed straight to Wings Imagine Girls. this. Wings is, he's suntanning, right? Uh -huh. He's laying out there, spread completely wide, and my chute opens at like 200 feet. Right, I get slowed down to maybe fucking 50 miles an hour, but then I land ass first right in the middle of his belly, just just curled up, curled up, sliding in ass first, just. Right I'm now, wait, wait, just hear me out. What if he currently has like a MRSA boil or something as an exit point, right? So you could hit him, and he would yeah. work kind of like an airbag, right? Where where all his insides would just come bursting out of an enormous pimple. Oh. That Mercy wow. thing, so fucking, so fucking awful. Like, like, and his. Taylor, the way do you know what we're talking about? The video where he had the dot. I, I, rem he had I remember like a, something about him. Like, I, I don't, I don't think I've ever watched it. I think I remember you guys talking about I mean, it at some I've point. But he had times. some, some kind of sore, right? A Mercy like a, uh, infection. Um, so it's, his, it's his like, belly was hanging over, was hanging down, and then in the crease, like sort of an underboot, but it was his belly. Uh, I guess it's, it's prone to infection in that spot.
Yeah, it rubs. It gets oh. raw. What is what is MRSA? Like, how bad is that? I'm looking it's it up. It's super duper bad if yeah. left untreated. But he got it treated and fully recovered. But it he had to. That was the thing. So, like, he's in this, like, outpatient style, like, back room office. And they got to, like, open the door to deal with the smell of, like, the pus that's oozing out of his side. And they cut it. Oh. Yeah, he was in bad shape. Yeah, that, that, was, that was fucking crazy. And, and like, I just remember, like, me and Jeremy were in Arkansas. And I was like, pull over. Pull over, man. Fucking watch this. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you stopped the whole day to get yeah. that out. Yeah, I, I, I was like, fucking pull over, bro. Like, like we'll, we'll go to that gun show in a minute, but but we got to fucking watch Wings. He, he, got, he just got some kind of outpatient surgery today. And, like, he's, he's yucking it up with the nurse. And, like, everybody's trying to pretend like they're not retching. It's, uh, it's a hell of a, a, a video clip. I include it whenever I introduce someone to Wings. <laughs> I include it in the portfolio, right? Like, there's a few videos that you have to show a newcomer to Wings of Redemption just so they understand what and who he is and what he's about. Because um, inevitably, because he, he's kind of part of my life story in some weird way. Because, you know, they'll be asking about me, and maybe I'll start talking about this show, and then I'll play a clip, and they'll be like, well, who's that guy? Uh, you know, the, or, or, or even better, one time a girl was like, God damn, that, that fat guy really brought his life together, right? They thought it was you, Taylor. They, they were like, <laughs> that fat guy... Pulled himself together big time. I remember you guys were talking about. No, I'm, I'm just making that up. Nobody. Can keep it wings. <laughs> they were like, you know what? I watched the show the other day. Wings is looking good. <laughs> Looks like a totally different guy. Had <laughs> hair, fucking ripped. Talking about a girlfriend. Like I can't even believe it. Man, he's looking good. Look at that hockey fan. Yeah. Apache facial hair finally came in. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I think the more likely thing to you trying to land on wings <laughs> in a sunbathing <laughs> is that your pelvis, in addition to his rib cage and spine, are immediately shattered, and then you have to do some like two kids in a trench coat to drive yourself to the hospital, like utilizing <laughs> your part, your legs and, and his upper body or something like that. It would go. It would go bad. Your, your, your musculature has fused to this man's circulatory system in the short time. Something about this MRSA infection has mutated his biology, and you're now one. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do I have any superpowers? <laughs> no. No, no. no. Severe staphylococcus. An incredible <laughs> fried chicken. You should start feeling it very soon. <laughs> I do. No, it's taken I, over. Unless you consider losing a foot a superpower, then I don't think... How do you feel about diabetes as a power? Oh, God. Oh, the Beatus, Wilfred Brimley. That guy, uh, I, I didn't about. understand what Beatus was for those commercials. He used to be you on know, Walker, just... Texas Ranger, I think. He was like, uh, really? that's what I remember him from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where I remember him from. I want to say so. Like, like, was he on another? You're he was definitely right, a main. But he was the main in something else. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm. I remember he did that guest. Oh, he's spot. not even dead. He did that guest spot on oh. Seinfeld where he's the postmaster general. He's like, and when you're that general, yes. you better, <laughs> by God, get your job done. And Chris, yes, sir. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> he got the bucket. Remember they, 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 they like walk Newman in with a bucket on his yeah. head? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good shit. Tell people what you saw. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's what it was. Oh man, he was I watched Seinfeld. He was kind of big in that. He was in the yeah, thing. Good. 
the thing that's the one that's the one i really that's like him from for you i'm a bit yeah yeah uh, uh john garbage the thing is a very very good movie uh big fan it? of the uh, you got those practical effects you got kurt russell um and, and it's a real mystery there's a lot of intrigue you never really it's never explicitly thrown out there who was infected by the alien at what point um, you know, so, so there's a lot of people who will go back and dissect that movie and break it down. I don't know if you remember, but in the very, very end, Kurt Russell is sitting there with that black guy and they're drinking the beers and he's like, they're, they're like, ah, you know, there's no way we can make it out of here alive. And he's like, guess we might as well just have a drink. And the black guy turns up the bottle and drinks it. And Kurt Russell looks at him and smiles knowingly and drinks his own beer. But those bottles had been turned into Molotov cocktails and it was gasoline in that bottle. So Kurt Russell knew when he saw that guy take a sip and kind of be like, well, I guess we might as well have a drink. That he's the fucking alien, and that's how the movie ends. But but you only know that if you've seen the movie three times, and you've and you and you like put in a filter on the screen so you can tell that it's the same bottles and shit. <laughs> like it's it's a uh, I, I like that movie a lot. I haven't that's watched that cute. movie in forever. I always have like way lower standards for older horror movies, and that's probably wrong. Like it it's seems not- like a, a lot of these old horror movies are way better than ones now because they don't rely on the jump as much. Because like it's almost. Like it's it's the same way that they make pop music now. Do you know that they like psychologically analyze pop music? That's why there's multiple drops in songs. Like go back and listen to like like that shit, and it's like there's one contiguous thing, and it's a song. Now it's like they have to go and let it drop or some shit, and it's like because because they like measure like endorphins in your brain, and people like these like climactic moments, and so they pack as many in there as they can. That's why you know fucking shit like Beyonce where she says eleven words. Yeah, that's why songs are so much better, where you have, like, Beyonce, could you just say one sentence into the mic, and we'll take care of the rest in post? All the single ladies, all the single ladies, ass, 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 all the single ladies, all the single ladies, drop! Ten billion dollars. Ten billion. That's (laughs) That's all that it is. But, like, the same thing with horror movies. It seems like now they're like, all right, we're about, uh, it's been about three minutes since the last jump scare. We're going to want to pepper one in in the next uh, 20 seconds. Yep, perfect. You know, that doesn't make sense. Ah, it's fine. It's fine. uh, I watched both of the Thing movies uh, maybe four months ago or something like that. Oh. There was a remake that came out a while back, and I didn't like it when I initially watched it because I was unaware that it was a prequel. The remake they make is a prequel, so if you watch them in succession... You What's know, it, it called? It's The Thing, again, I think. Oh, just uh, thing, The Thing again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and it's like modern day. Uh, there's a female protagonist. Uh, you get to see the alien spacecraft. They, they find the alien. They dig him up. Um, you get to see like what, and at the very beginning of the, of John Carpenter's, the thing, they go to check out the Norwegian base camp and there's this like burnt body of this mutated thing and it's all burnt up and scarred. You get to see like how it got burnt and who that actually was. And then all this other backstory. Uh, but it's, the problem was they used, um, initially they filmed it with a lot of, um, practical effects like they did in the original. And then the studio heads came in, looked at it and were like, nope. And they pasted over all of the, the these amazing practical effects with CGI. And so the movie really is crap uh, as far as the effects go. I really don't care for them. There's lots and lots of CGI. Uh, but it, I was so passionate about it at the time that I discovered who the CGI company was and did a little research on them. And they had made a, a couple other movies. And I went and watched their other movie where they got to do what they wanted. 
And uh, that was actually pretty good, too. It's about these guys on this, like, uh, crab fishing vessel that, like, pull up some sort of uh, an alien thing, and there's Russians involved, and there's just, there's so much, like, practical gore of, like, bodies, like, slowly melting and exploding apart with, like, tentacles growing out of them and, and stuff. Like, I, I like those old-school practical the effects. practical effects look terrible, though. They can. Yeah. Sometimes like, I, I go back like... to Indiana Jones, faces melting like wax. It's garbage. By today's but if you go back to Alien, you go back that to the original Alien, the shit out and you AY jelly, they're achieving that effect with like a fucking puppet and KY jelly. And this thing is. And it's just that's so fucking and that 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 tail is all a pu is all puppetry, too, as it like goes between the lady's legs and the symbolic rape scene. I, I the the, One, the, the uh, practical effects can be really good, but if they're not done, if they're not done at a top tier just level, like CGI. The the yeah. audio one, like you know how like audio effects. I know I I've known for so long that the sound of Urukai in Lord of the Rings were wild horses or horses, like they're like, and like shit like that. And huh. then I was watching Planet Earth two, and it was like. These wild stallions are about to engage in a match. The winner will have access to all of the horse pussy at this watering hole. <laughs> and then, and so like this like big uh, white horse comes in, and there's a big brown horse or something. They they start duking it out, and like the way that their sound is, it's like I close my eyes and I think that I'm at Helm's Deep, and they're like <laughs> banging their stick. It, it was so fight? similar that it was they bite, but it looks like the main thing they do is like Hitting slam into one another and then try and do like little turnarounds and then like a kick at their yeah. opponent. Do you ever watch animals fight and get aggravated at the flagrant lack of coordination and be like, if I were that horse's brain, no one would ever come steal my flock because I'd be able to be like, oh, look at that. Look at that. A male horse up there. Well, let me just pretend to be eating grass. He's a shameless horse, so he'll just run at me and try and take me off guard. Oh, and you're kicked in the head. Oh, oh, you've been outsmarted again. Dead. Next to the other three uh, <laughs> idiot male horses who tried the same thing this very morning. Even better, right? Add a little trickery to the animal kingdom because they haven't figured that shit out yet. Just submit to the other male, turn your back on him, and kick him in the head. No, because Done. the women, the horses, right? the women horses are so stupid. By the time my ruse will have been completed, one of them is going to be getting fucked. Uh, I'll kick them too. <laughs> they're notoriously chickens to go around. Yeah, they're horse very king. No, 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 there's no chicken. Like, there's not enough. Dude, I've been king. wanting to watch Planet Earth two so bad. I was. Uh, I watched all of it. We, Chiz and I were talking about TV. I want to watch it in 4K, and I have a 42 inch 4K TV, but I need a big TV. And, and Chiz and I were looking at. Uh, What's the budget there's on a, this thing, Kyle? Right? I don't that's, know. That's always the question. I don't even know what it should be. I'm not up to date. I don't know what it should be either. All right, so uh -huh. here's the deal. The cheapest of the cheap on this website that Chiz and I were looking at today is fifteen or $1,600. Free okay. shipping, no tax. Size? 75-inch 4K TV. That's but a lot you start of reading the But you start reading the reviews, and the contrast is really poor on it. And it's like, ah, if we want to step up to one that doesn't have scary reviews, it's like $3,000, which... Mm. I, it, which is still less than I think than what I paid for my current TV, but then like like the real good ones are five grand. I think that's the that's the that's the bottom thing. Is it is it like if you really want a, a a good one that you're gonna be happy with, it's gonna be like five grand. And if you ever were to step up to seven, you'd be blown away. And if you ever retarded and you dropped ten, you'd have the TV of TVs. Of course, there's a twenty six thousand dollar eighty five inch TV that that like its stand looks like uh, a kickstand for a motorcycle or something. It's so absurd. They call but that the I, NFL signing day special. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, it's absurdly expensive. Twenty thousand dollars for a television My set. My parents but bought I that once. When, uh, uh, when flat screens were brand new, 
Like when, when everyone else had CRTs, they saw these flat screens and they were like, you know, we watch a lot of TV. Let's make an investment in our entertainment, right? <laughs> Whatever investment. Tell, tell you need yourself to what you it. want. Yeah. That's fine. And uh, it was amazing. It's commonplace now, but you know, they took the TV. They had it mounted on the wall. They had like a you know audiovisual tech company come in and do it. And then they put like molding around it, so it really looked like it was part of the room. Neighbors walked in and they're like, "Whoa, I have a new life goal now." Like, I someday want to achieve this. And I forget, I think the TV was 15 grand, but it could have been 25 grand. Oh, that's the TV. That doesn't include the installation of the speaker. 55 inches. Dang. Yeah. And uh, those are so cheap now. Like, like, like I I have this thing about wanting more than 72 inches because that's uh where I am now. Um, I don't want a smaller television than I currently have because I really like the way it, like, fits in that room and the distance that I'm sitting from it. It's it's ideal. It really is. I, I love it. But those 65-inch 4K TVs, like the nice ones, are like $1,500, $2,000, stuff like that. Like it's, it's only when you make that jump above uh-huh. 65 inches that it really gets outrageous into like three, four, five grand. Projector. I looked recently, and I Did was those like, two? ooh, projectors have gotten cheap. You know, we're talking about $2,000 4K projectors. I looked at it, and they're all like I mean, fake Lumens. 4K. They, yeah, they, it's like uh, it said 4K in the description. Then you look into it, and it's like 720p, capable of receiving a 4K signal, and then downloading it to a shitty you know, 720 output. And I'm like, oh, well, that's. that's I was looking at those too because that's that's the, that's part of the thing. It's like, all right, so we're gonna have to. At some point, you're like, well, if I'm gonna get an eight thousand fucking dollar TV. Isn't there a $10,000 movie projector where all of a sudden I could charge fucking ticket prices to bring people over to see this thing? You know, some 100-inch 4K, 67,000 lumen deal or something. And I think that's the deal, right? Like, you've got resolution and then, and then the, the brightness, the lumens uh, that it puts off. And it's, it seems like if you want 4K resolution and, I don't know, 8,000 lumens or whatever a good one has so that you don't have to be in a cave to watch it, then it's... It gets really pricey. Dude, but you're, you're in the time period right now that Woody is describing his parents purchasing that Are TV. we? Like, yeah, we are. Like, 4K is so new. Two years from now, that TV that you see for $3,000 is going to be 700 bucks. Like, it, Yeah, it's but what just, I'm saying is I think that two years worth of 4K TV viewing might be worth $1,300 to me or $1,700 okay. or whatever that is. Because, like, I... I, I I, I in no way have ever regretted my, my current TV purchase. I remember when I first got it and just like, God damn. Like, like I was I took Twitter pictures of the thing because it's like it's like I fucking love this thing so much. I've watched uh like whenever I'm gonna watch a movie or something, it's like, yep, gotta watch it on the big TV. You gotta turn the lights off, gotta turn the sound system up. And I'm sitting here wanting to watch uh Planet Earth 2 with Sir David Attenborough. I want to hear him talk about the horse pussy. And how it might be gotten. But to hear about and, the owls with his wrists for the ashes. <laughs> and I'm like, man, can I watch? I don't want to see this in 1080p. I, I should watch this in 4K. And, and I, then I could give the 1080p to ki- uh, TV to Kitty. I bet she'd love that. She'd, lo- she'd like 72 I, inches of, of viewing pleasure. I love David Attenborough. He's great at what he does. But have you noticed there's a tendency among British uh, nature commentary people to have speech impediments? <laughs> I, I'm, no. That's not a joke. I'm being serious. Uh, no. David Attenborough has his whistling S's, which is pretty mild for the most part. It's not too bad. But there's this other guy I was watching, like some bootleg shit. Like I, I finished Planet Earth, and I'm like, oh, oh man. And then I saw like Nature's Craziest, you know, by the BBC yeah, yeah. or whatever. And I'm like, ah, oh, that's probably pretty good. And I watched it, and this dude with like 
who could not pronounce his R's, was like, <laughs> and you'll notice here the crocodile swims into the lake, and he immediately notices a snapping turtle, and it's like, ow! Just, just, like, <laughs> this is so, so much worse than whistlers. snapping turtle. David Attenborough is my favorite. I, Behold I really the majestic crane. And it's like, oh, <laughs> not <Boy>. anymore. <laughs> yeah. Mowage. Yes, I, like, I, I like him a lot. I like David Attenborough. I like hearing him, you know, talk about animals and shit. And, and I remember seeing the first clips of Planet Earth 2. It was, it, that lizard escape from the snakes is, is, is really good. And I was like, oh, man, this is, this is really a different level of nature documentary. This isn't the Wild Kingdom on Discovery Channel when I was... 15 years old and like we'll just watch some lions eat a zebra like they're they're putting a narrative together they're embedding with this family of zebras and giving you a real inside look and and like you you're starting to see the personality of these animals and like how they they yeah. tell a little story for each little group of animals and it's great and i like david attenborough yeah that's i could i can't like skip the 4k just start watching you'll like three minutes in you'll be so into it on your 72 inch tv that you'll you'll forget You'll forget I, about needing I think 4K. I, I, I'm going to put it off because, and, and see, the other thing is, I see that 4K, you know, the the HD uh, or the, the the Blu-ray is there, you know, the 4K Blu-ray, whatever you fucking call them now. They've they went through three different transitions. Oh, that exists now. There's a 4K Blu-ray at last. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's what. That's how sure? I watch everything. I, I haven't looked in a while, but there didn't used to be a 4K Blu-ray. Will it play my HD DVDs? <laughs> I, I'm almost a thousand percent sure on this. I, I hope I'm hope not right, wrong, but but yeah. Um, you might be right. I could be out of Yeah, I, I think you play it on the uh, Xbox One. I think I think my Xbox One plays 4K uh, uh, DVDs. Oh, you're right. It, it's a Ultra HD Blu-ray player. Yeah, so so they're always calling it something different. You know, I remember when uh, DVD is 720p, and then Blu-ray is 1080p, and then Ultra, whatever you just said, is now 4K. And I think. Did you say that your Xbox One can play Ultra HD? I think so. I, I'm not positive though. I think so. Uh -huh. I know I put I know I put my ultra my I know I put my 4K disc in my Xbox the other day and watched it on a 4K TV. It looked real good. I, I'm not a thousand percent sure that I wasn't seeing some upgraded or, or downgraded thing. So do you have I an original so. Xbox One or do you have like? I oh. don't know. Okay. It's a newer one. It I'd appears say. that the Xbox Scorpio is going to have it. The Xbox One S. Uh, but I got my Xbox One on like opening day and. It wouldn't have it. But in any case, that, that that's the plan. I see. Uh, I, I I saw uh, that it, that it was there in that 4K Ultra Resolution DVD for like twenty five dollars, and it's like ah, that that's how I'm gonna watch Planet Earth too, because I'm never gonna be able to to stream it in 4K either. Like I've got a 4K TV, I just can't stream to it, um, and it's a 42 inch, I think. Uh, no. But that's what 4K. I, anyway. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, but that's what I've been looking at a lot lately. It, it, is is this fucking TVs and uh, and uh, looking for a good deal on one. I might. I looked at used TVs and then I'm and, and I, I go through this weird. I'm like, ah, I know. The elevator. The purchase yeah, the elevator. You go up and like, down. Maybe it. there's a refurbished one. And then of course I get like I, I end up bound to that fourteen that fifteen hundred dollar like ultra deal that I found of, of that this it's Sony that Sony TV it's fifteen hundred dollars seventy five inch four K it almost seems like you should who cares about contrast right it almost seems like it'd be worth it just to but but it's, I don't that's know. a bad idea that's a bad idea I can't do that the, that's stupid I feel like resolution is like the one number that the newest people cling to and then once 
people become like real video files. They start looking at contrast and lumens yeah. and the other stuff. And how black and are I the care blacks? And... Yes. And those things matter to me because I'm not buying this thing to watch like Tiny Toons. Like, I, 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 like in my head, I'm like, oh man, right away I'll get fucking um, um, that, that, uh, uh, what's that Lawrence Olivier movie um, uh, in the desert? Uh, I, all of the stuff that's been filmed in Oh, wait, in, Lawrence in, of Arabia? Yeah, Lawrence of Arabia. Yeah, yeah, that, I, I, would, I would get that movie. I would, I would get uh, Apocalypse but Now. Old movies. I, yeah. Well, well, that, well, that one's filmed in, in, in on a on film. That that resolution is infinite, virtually. So, so the 4K restoration of that would look amazing. It would, it would look really nice. Um, or uh, you'd uh, just be like, that guy has a watch on. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they used uh, a they used the, the same lens. Uh, they used one of the lenses from that movie in Hateful Eight. Uh, they you know they took that lens off that camera and put it on the Hateful Eight camera that, that, that filmed that thing. Huh. Well, definitely got to think about it. That's a lot of money on a TV that that I think you're gonna not like Planet Earth anymore because oh, of, it's, because it's, it's so. It's four times the resolution. And where are you watching it? That's the other question. You're getting oh, it on Netflix, in a dark right? room, in a dark no, room. How are you like getting? The, how are you obtaining it? Oh, that's what that's what we just talked about, right? That DVD that I want to get DVD. off Amazon. Okay, yeah, I wasn't yeah, sure. Yeah. I, I would I would want maximum resolution. Yeah. Because here's the thing: You're stuttering. The everyone says like, oh, 4K versus 1080P. You can hardly tell a difference. 1080P is so good that when you get to 4K, you know, the, the, you can only get marginally better and, and still notice it. Then I got yeah. 4K and I seen on Netflix. I'm telling you, it is way better. Netflix 4K streaming, like you walk in the room and you're like, whoa, like that's sharper than real life somehow. Like you it's know, so like, dense. It's it, perfect. It, it looks, but there's incredible. more because uh, subscribers or fans or uh, people who watch the show or something that they were telling me that the reason it looks so much better on Netflix is the bit rate that they're sending it. They're like, they're not sending their best 1080p. They're sending shitty streamed 1080p. And then if we got a 1080p Blu-ray and a 4k Blu-ray, the difference would be subtle. It only seems dramatic because you know, streaming 1080p is crap. Hmm. So, but I don't know that I know that's an anti 4k argument because you know, still, if you're getting your content from Netflix, like I often do, you get access to the better stream. Even if it's not better because it's 4K, it's better because the 4K stream is better. You get the better stream. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely true. I, I think it's just better. It looks better. Every time I've, I, I've looked uh -huh. at it or experienced or done it, like, like I, I, I've played games in 4K, that's uh -huh. a big fucking difference. You go, from, you go from 1080p to 4K, you're like, whoa, shit. Now I'm in some sort of real fantasy land, especially if you've got some realism mod. Um, we should probably end the show soon, but I was watching Jack Frag's video a couple days ago of um, Star Wars. It's Star Wars Battlefront Two, um, and it's he, he he's using a um, I don't I think it's called a realism mod is is what they've got on. Just let's watch like a few seconds of this Star Wars Battlefront Two realism mod. Yeah, just like this. I, this looked so good that I was like, okay, I, I got to go get my 4K monitor. Bring it up here, plug it, plug it in, plug it in here, and and, and I gotta watch this video, just this one in 4K because I was watching it on 1440 and I didn't feel it was doing it justice. Huh? PKA big screen. For me, it's. I don't still have anything queuing. that views 4K. Yeah, I mean you can watch it in, on whatever you've got, and you'll still. 
Are you at zero or something? Uh, it looked like the link you gave. No, I, I just let it play from where right? you sent it. Yeah. Um, you do, oh, uh, you can you can play it at any point in the video. Like like you could start from the beginning if you want. Yeah, it does look really cool. Huh. But that looks so good. So so there's definitely definitely a difference. Good. I, yeah, yeah, the trees look good. I believe there's a difference. I, and, and I believe that... A perceivable difference, I think. and the people who watch this are probably the kind of people who might care. You know, like your father might not care as much, and my parents, and but gamers in particular, you know, they we're used to caring about improvements that other guys might not notice. I don't know if my eyes can see in 4K. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll never know. I'll never know until two years from now when I purchase one for eight hundred dollars and it's seventy inches and and then some LASIK for eighteen hundred and and, then, uh, yeah. <laughs> and I'll be all set yeah. thirty five hundred. All right, all right. PKN episode one fifty.